Ladies and gentlemen, brainiacs of all ages, this is Moose Lamar coming to you live from the Internet Gimmicks, here to talk about the huge developments of all elite wrestling. Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, Adam Page, so many other indie superstars are set to change the world with help from the ultimate money mark, the co-owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, the man whose name I can't quite remember right now, but either way, things are changing, and all elite wrestling could change the world. But what does it mean for the greater landscape of professional wrestling? Well, let me tell you this, Brainiacs. This means right now the indie revolution, the indie boom that we've seen for the past Five years or so, that's coming to an end right now because while there's never been a better time to be a pro wrestler, it might not be the best time to be a fan because you've got talent being snapped up by every single organization, Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, MLW, All Elite Wrestling, New Japan, and of course, WWE are signing everyone to these exclusive contracts, which means that for the indies, the PWGs, and the GCWs, that pool of talent is going to start shrinking, which means... More of what you don't want and less of what you do want. And that's a big problem, Brainiacs. I don't know what the future holds for All Elite Wrestling, Tuesday Night Dynamite, All Into, Double or Nothing, the Ring of Honor New Japan show at Madison Square Garden. It's tumultuous, scary times for the industry. But at the end of the day, pro wrestlers are working. They're getting paid. They're making towns. And they're doing what they love to do. And we're watching them do it. So I can't complain too hard, Brainiacs, even though I know it is my gimmick. But I am concerned that the future world of pro wrestling may be a much less dynamic place. Anyway, this has been Moose the Mark's Minute. Have a happy and safe holiday from everyone here at Brainbuster Radio. And I'll catch you on down the road. ROHWrestling.com And now from east of the Pacific to west of parts unknown, south of Mars, north of hell, here are the smartest minds in the sport of professional wrestling. This is Brain Buster Radio. You only learn the way you are inside when life gives you the test. Will you back down, turn and run, or stand up with the best? Doing Brainiacs, Long Island Ice T here, ready to talk programs with you on this very special holiday edition of Brainbuster Radio. All the other Brainbusters have the week off, and they deserve it, except maybe Moose the Mark. He's out there complaining. He cold opened the show, and that's a lot to unpack. And that's exactly what we are going to do exclusively on this show today. We're talking about just that all elite wrestling, and of course. That impact, that organization, that venture will make on Ring of Honor and the world, the sport of professional wrestling. So all the other brain busters are off today. Moose the Mark, 
he's out complaining you heard him vin man on limited dates all also don't know if he gives two shits we have the sultan of social media man called wired talking about it on social media but he ain't here we have dr calsonis on the unos and doses of course but he ain't talking he says he refuses because it's the holidays and he doesn't speak during the holidays so that just leaves myself and jumping jacob j to talk about this big big news triple j what is causing all this all elite wrestling yeah, Long Island, this is going to be a different show. Really just you and me talking about the independent scene here. What's going to happen with Ring of Honor down the pike? And do you think we can call all elite wrestling unofficially official? You mean like Jordan Grace and, and Jonathan Gresham unofficially official or officially official? Uh, whichever one. I, I don't know if I'm going to call it officially official. I'm going to call the rumor and innuendo about all elite wrestling officially official it's got some legs behind it though it would seem it's got uncle dave legs uncle dave kind of legs behind it and yes all elite wrestling triple j it's what's causing all this and i know our beloved ring of honor will be affected we just watched final battle and this was a plan to, to tell the brainiacs this was you and i planning on just recapping final battle but this is turning into something completely different yeah, um, you know, I, I reached out to you. I said, I, I think we got to do this. Again, this is something I feel passionate about. Um, I, you know, I we split it right down the middle. I gave you the homework for the All Elite Wrestling. You know, you, you're more up to the uh, to the internet gimmicks. You're no Moose the Mark. But, you know, you were digging for dirt, looking for trademark filings and, uh, you know, patents and things like that. I was looking at the current Ring of Honor roster, you know, with the New additions plus subtractions that apparently are going to be going to this new promotion. Because we got that MSG show on our mind. We have to be thinking what's going to happen with Ring of Honor. We need to see what 2019 is going to look like. Are there going to be people that can step up and fill that void? Uh, You know, I'm going to give you a little tease of that right now. I think the answer is yes. You're losing a lot of talent. Uh, But, you know, you're also... You're also adding a lot more money back to your salary cap, which you're going to be able to use. Then kick out. Which you're going to be able to use on other people. So I really think they're going to be fine. I don't think this is all going to be, you know, uh, gloom and doom. But we are going to get to that a little bit later. Well, let's let's get in. Well, we will get a ring of honor a little bit later. But let's get into the elite, all elite wrestling. And you heard. Moose the Mark talk about it there at the top of the show. Cold open, Triple J. You know it's a serious show if there's a cold open. What Moose the Mark said there, What did you understand what he was talking about? Do you need me to clarify this a little bit more for you? I, I, I think I have the gist of it, but, you know, just tell it to me once more. Plus, we've got a lot of the audience that, you know, I, I know they're not as familiar with this as you are. Okay. And I think they need to be smartened up. Okay, so let's break it down then. The Elite. The The. Okay, not that way. We want to break down what's going on. All Elite Wrestling. That is the trademark allegedly filed. Uh, who filed it? The Young Bucks, I guess, is the official word. Um, well, not official. The rumor. So the, 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 fra- the, the name, All Elite Wrestling, is what has been trademarked. And that is the presumed new promotion that Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, Adam Page will all be a part of. But in tandem with a money mark, a money man, a guy with a lot of cheddar to get the thing going. And we're not talking about like, oh, you know, a good friend who's got a few million. We're talking about a multi-billionaire, a a man worth almost $8 billion last Forbes checked. 
We're talking about an owner of an NFL team. We're talking about a, a human Super Mario lookalike. We're talking about the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Shad Khan, whose son is a huge wrestling fan. Cody Rhodes seen at a Jacksonville Jaguars game in the owner's box. This, these are legit talks. Rumor and innuendo at first was Chris Jericho and Jim Ross were the ones behind this thing. They might be involved, but really what this looks like is all in is being taken by the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, and it is going to be propped up as an entire promotion. Right now, there is no television deal. There is no venue deal. There's nothing going on really officially yet. It's just the word and the elite all leaving ring of honor not going to wwe turning down seven seven figure deals there most of them you got to believe this all elite wrestling rumor is true and this is what they are going to do next and maybe we'll get an announcement in early 2019 triple j yeah now, now the owners of this can you speak a little a little bit more about this we obviously know uh what did you say his name was shao khan <laughs> not not sheer khan no uh, not no no Shad, Shad Khan, Shahid uh, Khan, but okay, his friends so, call him Shad. So Shahid Khan, the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, obviously got a lot of dough. Now, can we assume that the Bucks and Cody are going to be part owners, you know, uh, minority owners in this? Or yes. is that that's okay. that's that's what the it looks like, you know, with the All Elite Wrestling trademark being filed by the Bucks. It it's so it's so crazy though. Because, oh my, is this an actual promotion that's going to be, like, you know, put together and have a big TV deal and owned by a big money man, a corporation, if you will, and, you know, the traditional way we've seen Triple J? Or is there something up here? I mean, we're talking about the elite. These guys, while they did do that big all-in show, they do a lot of fun gimmicks that are just either inside jokes or or swerves, they know how to get our juices flowing and get everybody talking. So when the elite leave Ring of Honor to form all elite wrestling, just because things are being done in real life doesn't mean it's not part of an angle, Triple J. Could this possibly be some gigantic Be The Elite YouTube show ruse? And I don't know, maybe the elite are going to feud with members of the Bullet Club or Maybe it's going to be a big Ring of Honor versus the Elite type deal. Who knows? I don't know if it's a gag or if it's true. It's seemingly true. It's very ambitious. Either way, I think a great article on Vice Sports that we retweeted at the Brain Busters. Tweet, read, tweet it, read it, tout it, shout it, be all about it. Go read it. They said at the end of that article, on the Vice Sports article, if this is some kind of angle or if this is true, either way, Things won't ever be the same because this is revolutionary, what we're talking about right now. Yeah, I would say the chances of it just being a big work are slim. Um, you know, I, if I had to put money down, I say this is going to be a real thing. I, I still don't really understand how it's going to be a real thing. Um, you know, if there's any any audience members out there that, uh, first of all, if you're not a member of Honor Club, you got to be. You can sign up at ROHwrestling.com. I watched Final Battle 2018 for free because, uh, you know, Long Island, we are members of the Honor Club, so it's a great system. Now, they had an exclusive match on there, essentially the, uh, you know, the four gentlemen that were leaving their farewell match to Ring of Honor. And while the match went off without a hitch, 
a lot of stuff happened after it, which, you know, you have to believe this is not the last time we're seeing those four individuals in the ring. Why don't you just briefly recap, recap, recap that for the audience? So we, we saw a, a great farewell match, the Elite versus four hand-picked opponents, Flip Gordon, Jay Lethal, and the best friends, right? Good contest, yeah. and Flip Gordon ends up getting the pin on Cody, a great honorable finish. They all hug at the end. And then the thing gets spoiled. The celebration is spoiled. They're at on, on Swanson and Rittner at the ECW arena. Bully Ray, uh, you had Silas Young there, Shane Taylor, and the Briscoes, them boys, spoil the party and beat the ever-loving piss out of everybody in that ring. They, I mean, Bully Ray was in chilled the face of children. Bully Ray was screaming in the faces of fans, tempting them to hit him, called him a bunch of pansies. It was a violent, awkward, and hard-to-watch scene, a massacre, if you will. I mean, Jay Briscoe is saying words that would never be heard here on, on Brain Buster Radio, Triple J. The things coming out of that man's mouth. I can't believe he still has a job. Oh, my God, vile. But the hey, gestures he was making also. Oh, my goodness. But you know what? They made a statement, but they also squashed the elite on their way out. And... I mean, I know the elite are gone from Ring of Honor, but you got to believe somehow, some way, one day, you know, they'll get Bully Ray and those goons back, right? I mean, that's what makes you think maybe this all elite wrestling thing isn't going to be exclusive to in and on its, of itself. Maybe they'll play nice with Ring of Honor in New Japan. We don't know. We don't know. Maybe it is going to be a thing, a show. Tuesday Night Dynamite is another trademark we've heard. Maybe it'll be a Tuesday night show, but maybe, just maybe... It's going to be a revolution in that AEW is what we'll call it for short. All Elite Wrestling, Ring of Honor, New Japan, hell, maybe MLW, maybe even Impact Wrestling. All of them can work together and create some great content and not be the doom and gloom Moose the Mark talked about at the top of the show. I, I think that's a bit of a stretch, but you look back at that match. You don't think you don't think Ring of Honor and, and All Elite Wrestling could work together? I mean, Kerry Silken was no, kissing no, every they, guy who's leaving. No, those two could work together, but you're you're compiling Impact Wrestling in there, MLW, a lot of other people that I don't see everybody collaborating together. Uh, go back to this Honor Honor Club exclusive match. There was no shine for the Elite there the whole time. Those people. We're standing thinking, you know, is Marty going to come out and save the day? You know, is all of the elite going to get together, maybe with the help of Jay Lethal? And it just didn't happen. The, the carnage just kept going on with the Briscoes and the other individuals, you said. So I don't, a dead horse named Jay Lethal. It was so I hard to watch. I don't think that that is over. Now, uh, I, I've got a lot of questions that I have written down in my, my new iPad here that, that, you know, I'm looking for answers or just opinions from you. And uh, I, I'm going to start off the top. And again, we're assuming AEW is a real thing. When is it going to be announced or when is it going to, when are they going to put on their first show? Well, I'm going to guess that that will come January 1st because... Well, Marty's trying to get this big party going on January 1st, and the Bucks and Cody and Adam Page are seemingly unavailable if you watch Being the Elite on YouTube. So I'm going to guess January 1st. That's why that they're all occupied on that date. And did the uh, you know the mid credit scene with, with SCU, did that coincide with January 1st also, the timer? I, I'm going to say that the, that coincided with 
Well, let's see. That episode came out. It's uh, just a couple on, days ago. I think. On 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 December seventeenth, three days ago, as of this live on tape, Brainbuster Radio. So seventeen. I think it said fifteen days on their their phones. If you're a nerd and watch BTE as closely as I do, so that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fit. It coincides with January first, Triple J. That's. And it would have to be announced then. It would. But then, how crazy is that? They're going to announce it, and then three days later, be like three-fourths of the card at Wrestle Kingdom? Yeah, I don't know about that Wrestle Kingdom stuff and and that New Japan going forward. I I got some questions about that also. Now, let me ask you this. With with the backing of a billionaire, what, what type of houses do you expect them to be running? Do you think they try to stick to the, you know, the same the same ones that Ring of Honor uh, is, you know, they're working, NXT, they're working? Or do you think, do you see them do actually trying to do big arenas less frequently? I'm hoping for 15 to 10 to 20,000 people arenas. I'm hoping for more serious centers. Now, on a weekly basis... It's going to be tough. I don't know. You'd probably have to tape multiple episodes at, at a time if you're going to do that at a startup company like this. But with that kind of money, if they could get the promotion going, I, I think it's possible. Imagine all in a weekly all in show, uh, all in coming to you. Maybe they tape three or four episodes at one of those venues. I think you go hit every part of the country that missed all in. Uh, you're going to get a lot of people because. I mean, let's face it. These guys, any autograph signing they get, they're getting minimum, uh, you know, 500 people at a Dave and Buster's or wherever they go. And that's just in those small venues with limited promotion. Imagine with that kind of money, television ads for this kind of action and this kind of creativity. It, it could be an entertaining show, but is the bubble bursting, as Musta Mark said on this indie revolution? I don't know. I, th- I don't think it's bursting. I think it's hitting its climax. This is what it's all built up to. Uh, these individuals who have seen the groundswell of pro wrestling support from all the bingo halls to every WrestleMania year after year breaking records. Uh, this is the, the crescendo and this is it. The guys who had the balls to do it. All elite wrestling. I think this is that moment. And January 1st, I'm thinking we're going to find out Triple J. And that is my prediction is that it will be a weekly show. I don't think they're going to have trouble finding a home, although people think that the low raw ratings lately might hurt them. I don't. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of yang, as Vin Man would say, Triple J. So I'll ask you, what is your prediction for All Elite Wrestling? Before, I know we'll talk more ROH in a second. All Elite Wrestling, what's your prediction? January 1st and into 2019. Well, I mean, yeah, the announcement on January 1st, that that seems like a safe bet, as long as they're not working us, which, which I kind of hope they are. That that would be a great, you know. Wait, that would, so if they were working... That would I, be great. Either way, yeah, I'm, I'll be happy. I'll be happy with a new promotion, or I'll be happy if it's a giant, a, a giant angle on the Being the Elite YouTube show, and really they're just setting up for some kind of feud going into the Madison Square Garden show, which is, I think, paramount, at least to us personally because we're going to be at that show and we want to see an epic you know historic night without all these guys there that's going to be tough to do but before we get there what do you think all wrestling will actually be triple j 
I have a very difficult time uh, picturing them running 10 to 15 seat arenas on a weekly basis. You know, maybe they could, maybe they could book somewhere in Vegas, like wherever those uh, those global wrestling shows took place. And yeah, they they tape a month at a time or something like that. But I I really think they're going to have to go smaller. Uh, you know, they they could try to go big and hit various portions of the country. But when is this, you know, climax or th this popularity bubble going to burst? And, you know, if they try to go back to Poughkeepsie, are they going to sell it out again? I, I, I'm hesitant to say yes. So I think you want to, you know, run the same venues that, that uh, I guess, you know, Ring of Honor or NXT are running. Like, you know, like we say, it's better to turn people away than to have a lot of empty. More of the same, though, Triple J. I have a feeling these guys are more ambitious than that. I don't think they I'm, just want to sure say. I'm sure they're ah. ambitious, but I don't know if, if if that's going to be successful trying to go that big. Well, who knows? But week. I think that's what they're trying to do, right? I don't think they want to go out and say, "Oh, I, mean, I just Ron, want to have my own Ring of Honor or Impact and book I mean, my Ron, own Ron's, shows." Ron SmackDown aren't even selling out every week. That's true, but they're Ron SmackDown aren't the elite. I mean, it's 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 a different type of show. What if it gets on like MTV or something? Live entertainment on MTV. Could you imagine? Once upon a time, they actually had that on that channel. Yeah, that that wouldn't be a bad place for him. Hey everyone, it's Long Allen Ice T, and I want to tell you before the episode starts about Anchor. Now, Brainbuster Radio has been going on since 2012, but with Anchor podcasting. We've really stepped our game up here, talking pro graps with you, and we're everywhere now because of Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any podcast gimmick out there, and that is because Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and monetizing your podcast, and most importantly for us here at BBR, it is 100% free and 100% ridiculously easy to use. The Marburgers came from on high and said, hey use anchor for the podcast and that's what we're doing we're using anchor now and we're everywhere and we haven't been happier it hasn't been sim been simpler in the six years we've been doing the show so if you've always wanted to do a wrestling show or any kind of podcast go to anchor.fm slash start that's anchor.fm slash start and join me long allen ice tea and the brain busters and the diverse community that uses anchor as a podcasting service they're all using it. You need to get on it. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now, let's get to start talking pro graps. Now, let me ask you this. You know, where's all this roster going to come from? And are they going? Are these going to be exclusive deals where they can only partake in this promotion? That, that's the million-dollar question. How are they going to get people to all elite wrestling when they're all on exclusive contracts with either Ring of Honor or NXT UK even. I mean, you've got big names getting swept up by the WWE left and right, regionally, internationally. They're just trying to get everybody so things like this don't happen. And I don't know where all elite wrestling is going to get a, a giant. I don't. Maybe they don't go for a giant roster. Who knows what kind of show well, this you, is going to be. You don't need a giant roster, but you need more than the elite and SCU. And, and another another <laughs> question I have is, can you have a promotion where everybody is friends? Yeah, that's that's going to be tough. Well, at least not on that television show. I don't think we can have that 
Maybe being the Elite episodes will get a little bit more hostile, but I don't know. You got Joey Janela out there. He'll be getting healthy soon. Maybe David Arquette's a part of this. Maybe you get some of the crazy bastards in GCW. There are people. There are. There. There are. I mean, Bandito was a big free agent. Apparently, All Elite Wrestling tried to sign him. We saw Bandito, who arguably stole the show at All In. He decided to sign with Ring of Honor over over All Elite Wrestling. So, I don't know. I don't know who they're gonna get. Triple J. There's so much talent, though. I mean, come on. There's so much. So many great wrestlers out there to make a great show. I think All Elite Wrestling is going to be able to do that as long as they aren't on exclusive contracts. Most of the best indie guys aren't right now. Ring of Honor does those does those kind of contracts, but Impact Wrestling's been getting away from them a little bit more. Those guys might be free. You've got the guys in Mexico. New Japan, obviously, you're not going to get Okada or Tanahashi, but who knows? Maybe a Zack Sabre Jr., maybe a Minoru Suzuki who does whatever the fuck he wants might be involved. I don't know. But All Elite Wrestling... You got to believe Cody and the Bucks don't do things without having a plan. And I don't think they're going into this thinking, yeah, we'll be able to get people. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, we'll figure you, it you out. You think there is, there's handshake deals uh, you I, know, whenever I contracts are, are going to be up? I think there are handshake deals. I mean, I think they're counting down the days to for some of their buddies' contracts to end, which have already been alluded to on being the elite. Flip Gordon. Most notably, I'm sure would be a part of that show whenever his Ring of Honor contract comes up. Uh, it's it's crazy. The, the business of professional wrestling is is booming and actually right now is arguably more in, entertaining and interesting to talk about than some of the on-air products. Some people would say, I don't know, I'll, I want to talk about Ronda, Charlotte, and Becky. Uh, every show, all show. I mean, that's the biggest thing going, but you do have... What the fuck is going to go on now with the Briscoes dominating the tag division again? And you've got two of the biggest tag teams, their two biggest rivals, leaving the company. I mean, what's going to happen there, Triple J? Ring of Honor, are they left in the dust? I, I really don't think they're left in the dust. As I alluded to in the beginning of the program, people are saying, you know, you're losing. And you probably are losing your biggest straws. I mean, they have those autograph signings and any member of, you know, of the Bullet Club slash the Elite are just jam-packed. And, and you got other other great talent kind of sitting at the table just watching as the line passes in front of them. Are, are you talking about Eli Isom? Uh, I don't I don't think he's ever been up for an autograph signing. Not, not yet, at least. <laughs> well... Um, yeah, I, I've got some notes here uh, about Ring of Honor as well. Uh, some of these may bleed into all elite wrestling. Now, I, you know, I, like I said, I'm not not too much into the internet dirts, but but I saw that Marty Marty Scroll signed through April 2019. I don't know if you had saw anything like that, if you can confirm or deny. But whenever his contract is up, you. You, you have to think he's jumping ship and, you know, going with a group that said they are going to stay together, correct? Yeah, I would I would, I would think that's going to happen, although Marty Skrull is about to blow up because I think he's going to be the man right now. If you saw the video they leaked with the the formation of Villain Enterprises, that that that's a, a faction that could get real hot real fast. I mean, those those shirts are going to fly off the shelves, and I'm expecting some entertaining shit on ROH TV from the villain and his new crew. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you got to remember, the villain, Marty, he is the number one contender 
or you know, he is a number one contender for the ROH World Championship after winning that survival of the fittest tournament. Um, and I, I'm just going to say it now, out of all the elite members, you know, Marty's my favorite, and I think Marty is the best. I, I think he's the biggest draw that group has, and he's going to be st sticking with Ring of Honor at least till his contract is up. Um, I think him and Jay Lethal would be a great main event for that G1 Supercard in the Garden. But if he's leaving shortly after, I don't know if you want to give him the title. You might have to pull a you know a Kyle O'Reilly situation where he only holds it for a week or something like that. You think they could? You think they could build up that that feud over the next uh, four months, big enough to be a big MSG main event? The villain versus Jay Lethal. I, I do, and I'll ask you if you know if Jay Lethal is going to have a one-on-one -on -one match for that title. Who would you put him against on the Ring of Honor roster? Is there anybody hotter than than Mori? Uh, on the Ring of Honor roster, I don't know. I'm hoping for a, a New Japan opponent for Jay Lethal, possibly Okada, or uh, uh, you know, well now it won't be Kenny Omega. Uh, so who knows? I, I this is this is tough. I, I would love a Jay Lethal villain. Because I watch Ring of Honor TV, but well, yeah, we're, we're going to see it at, at some point. But what you what you you got to wonder is when we saw this show get booked, Triple J, we thought, oh, there are going to be matches booked for this one that are going to have our fellow brainbusters who don't watch ROH super geeked like Vinman. Vinman's going to be like, wait, you're telling me Jay Lethal's fighting Okada? I got to be there. But if it's just a Ring of Honor versus Ring of Honor match with a depleted roster. At their biggest show ever, this has to be devastating for them. No, you, you don't think that's that's good enough at, at this. The villain versus Jay, Jay Lethal for Madison Square Garden's main event. I'm excited for it as a main event. I don't know about the MSG monumental main event. Obviously, that'll be a bust ass match. It's going to be good, but it's already sold out, right? So I guess they don't need to put it, too it much does, sex It doesn't in really matter. Okay, now, now what if what if the Elite was staying with Ring of Honor? Let me ask you, is Jay Lethal versus Cody Rhodes a big main event? A, no. A big enough main Well, Okay, well then if, if we go by that logic, then anyone on the Ring of Honor roster would be a letdown. Well, right? I, you, you, want, you want to see interpromotional... Yes, uh, I'm hoping the main event of MSG is a, great, uh, and a New Japan great versus an ROH great. And honestly, what I was hoping for was Jay Lethal versus Kenny Omega was what I was fingers yeah, crossed. Now, now, now tell me, you were you don't think like or it sounds like Kenny Omega that's that's not going to happen. What when is his contract up, and what what can you tell me about him? There's rumors about him leaving New Japan left and right. Uh, obviously, he, he's not an ROH property; he's New Japan. But his is I, I any every dirt, all the dirt you try to dig up, you hear a few different things. Who knows? But I would, from what I've read, all the bullshit on the internet, it looks like Kenny Omega is sticking together with his boys, and he will leave New Japan for All Elite Wrestling if that's what has to happen. Who knows? Maybe he could be a part of both still. We even don't know after, how this is going to work. Even after all we've heard about Kenny Omega living in Japan for years, uh, you know, speaking the language fluently, being so proud to rebuild that promotion, you know, being a gaijin to hold that that IWGP world title, do you think he would put that all behind and take a chance to stick with his friends? I, it sounds I, like he's he's extremely proud of what he's done in that country. Yeah, I don't see I, him. I don't. I see think he that. wants to change the world, though, right? That's what he always says. This is so, a way to do it. So and hey, you're assuming that he won't be allowed to be a part of New Japan still. We don't know that. 
We do not know the relationship no, no, All Elite will have with the other promotions. We do not know. No. But we do know that Kenny Omega is rumored to be leaving New Japan. Will he be at MSG? I doubt it. I think he might have even already alluded to it on online, on t- Twitter maybe, uh, that he won't be there. All I know is he ain't Bullet Club, and he's elite. And if he's elite, he'll be a part of all elite wrestling whenever it is announced. If it is even announced. Yeah, it'll I mean, just be a really funny episode of the YouTube show. That's good rationale. I don't know if you saw, but I did see, I guess, the, the Young Bucks were saying they were not going to be at that G1 card, although they told us they were going to be back in New York City uh, after Final Battle went off the air. I just, it's, you know, it's impossible that they do not finish this business with the Briscoes and Bully Ray. It's impossible. You just can't leave it like that. I, I, I don't. I, I, I'm hoping, but it looks like it's over. They're gone from Ring of Honor. What do you? The, nobody's more Ring of Honor than the Briscoes. They're, they're not uh, fighting outside the promotion. It, yeah, but that would be like if Return of the Jedi never happened. How, how can you do that? It's, it, ask, ask. Ring of Honor people. I don't know how it was very weird how that ended exclusively on Honor Club. Maybe they put it only on Honor Club to maybe make people think it didn't actually happen. Yeah, Although, I'm wondering. I'm wondering if they're going to play that up. Uh, well, Honor on Club is episodes. if you if you go by I guess how we refer to movies now. Honor Honor Club is canon to all Ring of Honor TV, right? Triple J. All yeah, Honor Club stuff matters. So this matters. The Briscoes destroy the young bucks and adam page and cody along with bully ray and and silas young shane taylor they got one out there kicked ass uh horrible horrible scene and that's that and now the elite are running away from ring of honor to start their own promotion if in a nutshell that's what it looks like allegedly and what happens to ring of honor from here i mean they've got you've got a good roster still you still got flip gordon yeah, yeah, we, and, ha- yeah, we have me... Marty. We have Marty for MSG. We hope you, you still got Shane Taylor, who's a big bruiser. Silas Young, big mean men on the roster, uh, so it'll still be entertaining. Although no SCU hurts. Uh, let me name you s- some new signings here. Actually, let me start off with a re-signing. Uh, Silas Young. There, there was a lot of rumor and innuendo. Crucial, that, very crucial. There, signing. there was a there was a chance that he could go to New York. Uh, Silas Young, just a, a great talent all around. Do you see him being involved in the main event picture this year? I mean, technically he has had a world title match, but it did not happen at a big pay-per-view. Do you, do you see television title uh, in his in his future, maybe continue with Bully Ray for the tag titles, or do you think he's going to be a legitimate uh, you know, threat? No. You've got you you've got a bona fide stud at, with the TV title right now. He's going to need a better opponent. As much as I love Silas, I don't see Silas going any being anything more than a goon right now, uh, running with Bully just Ray. A, a henchman, you think? He's kind of in a henchman role right now. Yes, but a solid, solid hire that ROH desperately needed to keep around. Yes, uh, a, a couple new signings here. We, we've got PCO and Brody King who. ROH officially, you know, that that is on ROHwrestling.com. They want to get the word out there. Also on their YouTube page, um, Mark Haskins, who they signed. I don't know if you're familiar with him. And then I don't know if Bandito is confirmed. We alluded to it earlier. 
But uh, Bandito is just a, a, an amazing talent. So, you know, if you want to go with PCO, Brody King, Mark Haskins, and Bandito, are, is that enough uh, talent to lead this company through 2019 and continue at the level that they've been at? Along with who we already got there, which is we're going to say Jay Lethal. We've got Flip Gordon. Colt Cabana is always capable of getting in the ring. Bully Ray. You've got Jeff Cobb, who is just fantastic. It's just barely scratching the surface. Uh, you've got the best friends. You've got the, the partnership with New Japan. There, it's going to be a great show at Madison Square Garden, which is what matters most for Ring of Honor in 2019. But who on that roster is doing creative shit to put asses in seats that normally won't be at a Ring of Honor show? Because after Madison Square Garden... Will they be able to do something like that again without the... Come on, let's face it. If the Elite were already gone from Ring of Honor, would MSG have sold out? Probably not. Most likely not. I think we could all say Brainiacs. So Ring of Honor, they're going to be giving us great wrestling, of course. But where's the extra is what we're going to be looking for in 2019. Maybe it's PCO. You want to talk about creative shit. I don't I don't know about the mass appeal of the elite, but the creativity, someone who enjoys art, I'm going to watch PCO wherever he is. Yeah, and I got a I got some names here that I'm you know, I'm writing down for my, my single superstars that could be in the main event th- this coming year. I'm gonna rattle them off for you and you tell me which one or two stand out above all the others for you. Or if I missed any, let me know. Uh, Jay Lethal has to be in the conversation because he is the current world champion. I wrote down Dalton Castle, Jeff Cobb, Jonathan Gresham, Jay Briscoe, Silas Young, Matt Taven, The Villain, Flip Gordon, and Nick Aldis. Uh, The two that stand out most to me, I'm going to say The Villain, obviously, and Jeff Cobb. Those are the, the two Those, big that's, ones. That's what I would have picked also. Now, would you agree that they need Jeff Cobb, Jeff Cobb in this television title spot for at least, you know, a couple more months before they give him some, uh, you know, some main event world title aspirations? I think he could be a monster world champion, like, uh, you know, almost a, a, a Takeshi Morishima, you know, somebody that big, that size that we have not seen as a world champion in that promotion for a good while. Uh, that would be that would be the shit. And that would I, I'm hoping, I mean, four months is plenty of time to build him up that way and maybe have a champion versus champion match with him and Jay Lethal. Because I could you imagine what it'd be like if those two ever stepped in the ring? The greatest wrestler in the world and that just monster behemoth of an athlete, Olympic athlete, Jeff Cobb, would be fantastic. The villain's the most charismatic guy, so you got the best athlete and the most charismatic guy there I named. But under them, Triple J, I think both of those guys are fully capable of those main event spots for Ring of Honor. And the shows are going to be good, and they're going to have great wrestling. Are they going to have, you know, elite wrestling that's going to stand out to people who aren't big time ring of honor or just pure wrestling fans probably not but there are some people i think that might have it in him i know i don't know if you like him you like him but he's grown on me matt taven is very close to doing dangerously dangerously creative stuff that could that could make that could cause a stir i like what matt taven's doing i think he's capable 
We'll see what he can do in 2019. And then, of course, there's Dalton Castle. But then the thing that worries about worries me about Dalton Castle, the injury. He can't even run off the ropes for his entrance that hard anymore, Triple J. You notice he's doing it more gingerly now. Oh, he was, doing, steps. he was doing a lot of stuff very gingerly uh, at Final Battle. which I mean, Ginger's fantastic. I'm sure Dalton <laughs> likes it in some of his mixed drinks. But, yeah, he looks beat up. And that begs the question, why Why did he come back so early? I mean, whenever you come back with that, you know, he was almost wearing like one of those one of those back things without the suspenders that my dad wears whenever he's outside, <laughs> you know, working. One, one of those things, he his whole thigh and leg was all wrapped up still. You got to wonder why he came back. Now, he is getting a, uh, a world title shot uh, coming up here in a couple weeks, maybe in Atlanta. I'll have to check about that. Uh, and not at a big pay-per-view, but it will be on the Honor Club. I, I think that guy still has main event all over him. And, yeah, I agree with you, Matt Taven. Surely he has a claim for the number one uh, contender's spot. This, you know, little Matt Taven, it, it, it's been a number of years, but he started off as almost an Eli Isom, you know, somebody. And he's almost almost at that main event picture just Please get get new ring gear. Don't don't wrestle in like black jeans. That's you, you can't have a world champion wrestling in, in jeans. Well, he's already the world champion according to himself. So he's wrestling in those jeans. Um, yeah, I, and and I don't know. You got a movie star, bona fide movie star there. Vi, Vinny is going to be in some horror movies. So Vinny Marcellia being in some movies, maybe that helps boost the kingdom's profile. Uh, I, I, main main event, I don't I don't think so. But we, we can talk about the kingdom in the uh, you know in the tag division here, which I the tag division I don't see as strong as the main event title picture. You know, the Briscoes, ten time champions, amazing. Oh yeah, anybody, got, anybody they work with would, would be great. And and but you're talking about in terms of depth, Ring of Honor is going from one of the best to uh, you know not not. Not near a few other promotions when it comes to the tag division. Uh, I and I don't know alleged, what they're going to do. Yeah, allegedly you're losing two teams in the Bucks and SCU. You know, in addition with the Briscoes, you got the Beer City Bruiser and Brian Malonis. The uh, Bouncers. The Bouncers. Not much to say there. You got combination of the combinations of the Kingdom, which could work out. You got Dalton Castle and the Boys if they want to go that way. And and speaking of these these uh, teams of threes, I think you know the six man tag. It was it was a good try, but I, I think it's time to just you know let them fade away and never discuss them again. Does anybody remember who has it? Is the kingdom that's that's what I'm saying. The the yeah. kingdom has them now, but who knows? Then you got the best friends. You got combinations of villain enterprises and perhaps Silas Young. And Bully Ray would, uh, would would put together a tag team. So I, I think the tag team division needs some work. Not as strong as the singles division. So we're seeing how the roster is affected with the loss of just, you know, we're essentially four to six guys. And, or, or, or yes, six guys, seven guys. And Ring of Honor's left where they're left. And they're, they're kind of just going to be, in 2019, apparently... With a solid roster, but not a lot of wiggle room. And that's going to go for all the other promotions, too. MLW, they're trying to grow on being sports, doing live TV. But how much more can they do? They're going to have to go deep into the indies. WWE snatching people up on exclusive contracts. I mean, 
what what's Impact Wrestling gonna do? I mean, how how are how Impact Wrestling being alive is more impressive than PCO being alive to some? I can't believe PCO's run. You said Triple J on motor oil instead of blood, right? I don't know what's fueling Impact Wrestling, but what's gonna happen to them with the arrival of another big high profile promotion with a billionaire backing them? I mean, I don't know. I, I think everybody's going to be stagnant and they're going to have to feed into either WWE or maybe this big All Elite Wrestling if it is going to be a billion dollar venture, if it's going to have that much capital behind it. With that said, is is it possible that this All Elite Wrestling Triple J is going to be the biggest promotion since WCW and an actual rival to WWE? I, I do not believe it's going to be. I, I believe it can be successful and it probably will be successful, but a, a rival to WWE, no. Not a chance. What what percentage would you lay on that? Uh, it's it's going to be low. I, I might give it a, a 15% chance. That's, oh, that's higher than I thought. And, I, and, I, and I'm being generous because it's the holiday season. <laughs> then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Eighteen uh, percent that it could compete actually with the WWE. You, you just wanted me to say my number first. It's true. I, I prices righted you, but uh, it's it's a fat chance that it's gonna you know compete and beat WWE. But I think this could be something special. This all elite wrestling. At the same time, I'm hoping it doesn't hurt one of my favorite pro wrestling programs, Ring of Honor. I'm hoping it doesn't hurt Impact Wrestling. I'm hoping it doesn't hurt. New Japan or AAA or any other show because I like watching all these shows, Triple J. Is it possible they can all thrive in today's pro wrestling universe of twenty nine going into twenty nineteen? I think they can all exist, definitely. You know, with, with all with all these alternative football leagues popping up <laughs> in the next in the next one to two years, you know like a drowning pool song, something's got to give. And I, I can't tell you which ones are going to thrive and, and which ones are, are going to disappear. But just listen, Ring of Honor, they've made, you know, they have made a lot of stars, a lot of guys that New York is after. Uh, you know, of course, you've got guys that were barely in Ring of Honor, like, or, or even never, like Matt Riddle, like Keith Lee. But you got to think about the guys, Punishment Martinez, Donovan Dijak, Leo Rush, guys that they, you know, again, they handpicked them for that uh, top prospect tournament. That's not just a gimmick that they put on there. These are some of the top prospects out there. War Machine, they came in as singles uh, in that, formed a, a hell of a tag team. So Ring of Honor can definitely build people. I, we have not really talked about the hit that New Japan could potentially be taking from this. Are they, are they you know, in rough shape? Uh, they're, they're going to be fine, but what it hurts is their aspirations to go global, right? They want to go into the United States. They're going to North Carolina and Los Angeles. They're still going to have that working relationship with Ring of Honor. They're going to have their work. Yeah, but they're losing their biggest gaijin stars, especially if they lose Kenny Omega. If they lose Kenny Omega, then yeah, that is going to be a a really What are the the girls going to scream? That's, that's my question. Jay! I don't see. It's hard to scream Jay White. That's going to be tough. I don't know. New Japan could take a hit, at least when it comes to, you know, expanding to the United States. 
Uh, I think they'll be fine with their new plans to go into the United Kingdom. Uh, new Japan, I think, will be good. They got a good TV show, a good TV deal. And, of course, it's New Japan. It's going to be around for a long time because in Japan, it's the thing. But uh, this kind of resurgence New Japan had might be dying down now with the Bullet Club fizzling out, no real leader, and the elite gone. Uh, yeah, this is uh, kind of goodbye. Unless, of course, can't put the horse before the cart, Triple J. New Japan has a working relationship with all elite wrestling and Ring of Honor. Because in, in that case, we could be seeing this giant global, you know, talent sharing thing. And you know what that reminds me of? The territory days. This is just maybe another territory springing up. And back then they all worked together. Maybe that's possible nowadays. Maybe, maybe the is. NWA, it, maybe it, Billy Corgan will govern it all and the NWA will be back. They're going to they're gonna have a meeting in Chicago with Billy Corgan, Cody Rhodes, Kerry Silken, Anoki, Baba, <laughs> just uh, just all of them, and Bill Watts, just just <laughs> just to have him there. Dutch Mantel will moderate. Well, if you have, do you have anything left, Triple J, on on the state of Ring it's, of Honor? Uh, I'll, I'll just say it's it's an exciting time. I'm really not concerned about Ring of Honor for all the reasons that I've listed previously. But it is exciting to see what's going to happen on January 1st. I, I am looking forward to it. And if they say, hey, all elite, all elite wrestling is here, we're going to be the biggest thing ever, uh, I, I'm just going to enjoy the ride. I'm really not going to be mad at anybody. I, I'm not going to be scared. I'm not going to fret what happens. I'm just going to enjoy it. Yeah, Moose the Mark. I think at the end of this episode, you started it off. Now you're still complaining on the internet, probably. Too much wrestling, too many promotions, hurting the business. How about take a breath, enjoy that there are some young men out there who are willing to put it all on the line and start this new venture, if that's what's happening. Or enjoy that they've got some creative bastards who are swerving us all. Enjoy that Ring of Honor has villain enterprises now, who, and they're going to be running Madison Square Garden. Enjoy the fact that Impact Wrestling is somehow still alive, and that we're going to maybe possibly likely see women main event WrestleMania in 2019. It's going to be... Maybe the most unique and, and and I guess they would call it in the WWE Bizarro World Year of professional wrestling, Triple J 2019. But I know one thing about it. I can't fucking wait. It's just going to be a big buffet and everybody's taken off of everybody else's plate. And everybody's welcome to. It's pro wrestling. It's one world now, hopefully. Let's quit putting up walls and borders in these pro wrestling worlds, hopefully they'll work together. Hopefully, that's what this All Elite Wrestling is going to be all about. And that's, of course, power of positivity, Long Island Ice-T. That's what I think. Meltzer would say something like, oh, you know, uh, he's been talking to a lot of people. A lot of people are saying, you know, he might be uh, going to Jacksonville. He could be going to the Globe Theater in Los Angeles, PWG. Globe Theater. PWG. God damn it. Uh, yeah, I mean, Hand of Doom was, was Friday night. So, I mean, who knows where Kenny Omega is going? I'm hoping uh, it's – I'm hoping Kenny Omega goes to Jacksonville or Phoenix. He's probably going to Winnipeg is where he's going. Well, I mean, he has a – he's got a week to – if he's going to Phoenix and if he's going he's to – He's probably going to Osaka from from Tokyo. Why is he going Where's to Phoenix? Oh, for the Rumble. I yeah, that's where that out. Why would we rule that out? 
because they're sticking together, Ward. Who's they? Pronouns, pal. All right. Now, 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 <laughs> Arthur. Now, now, now wire. Now, wire. Don't get so hot and act like you're angry, like because you think Vin Man would be angry because he doesn't get that actually that angry. So <laughs> you're trying to act like it, but you're not doing it exactly the right way. Just because you have to defend your title next week. You're a piece of shit, motherfucker. Sorry. I'm not going to do that one anymore. That's who uh, Something like <laughs> stew. Why is Kenny Omega's hair wet? I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. He's going to boy. He's going to Calgary. He's gonna go stretch. He's, gonna stretch he's going to get stretched. <laughs> he's going to get stretched. <laughs> oh man, who could could Bray Buster Radio Royal Rumble is next week? Could Stu Hart show up? Maybe. Could Mr. Fuji <laughs> show up? happen. Very likely. Who has a better chance of showing up, Fuji or Stu? At the uh, next week? Yeah. I, I mean, if if, uh, if if Neki shows up, both of them will then. <laughs> um, the, the, Kenny Omega, do you think he shows up in the Royal Rumble or should we save that for next week? I think we'll save it for next week. Okay, Brainiac. So you I think heard we should it, do it but... now. Uh, wait, wait, what did you say, Vidman? <laughs> you said next week, Vidman? So ne- Wired, this isn't so helping week, your I'm case sorry. here. Next week, next week, sorry, next week, Vidman. Next week, we should you up so we can stab you in the back. <laughs> God. Brainiacs alliances are forming as we speak as everyone gets ready for the Brain Buster Radio Royal Rumble. But I don't know if that's what we should be so concerned about next week because something else is going on that I think is more unique and possibly more exciting when you consider all the names in it. Some of my favorites. The World's Collide Tournament at Royal Rumble Access in Phoenix. The WWE World's Collide Tournament. You you remember the song in the WWE video game, correct, Triple J? What Worlds Collide? Yes. You know what it's like I, I when worlds a, collide. I remember a Power Man five thousand song. Was that in yes, the video game? It was a WWE two K game. And this is uh, what it sounds like when worlds collide because NXT, NXT UK, and two oh five live will be going at it Saturday, January twenty sixth at eight AM. Nothing like a battle royal early in the morning with your coffee, Vin Man. And we're getting one, a 15-man battle royal that will lead to a single elimination tournament. Later the same day, the order of elimination in the battle royal will determine the matchups for the single elimination tournament. And the battle royal winner will receive a first round bye. This is going to be very interesting, especially considering the names in the tournament that I will run down now. From 205 Live, Cedric Alexander, Tony Nice, Drew Gulak, TJP, and the newest member of the 205 Live roster, Humberto Carrillo. From NXT UK, Liverpool's number one, Zach Gibson, the Irish ace, Jordan Devlin, the Kiwi Buzzsaw, Travis Banks. The first ever NXT UK or WWE United Kingdom champion, Tyler Bate. And Mark Andrews. From NXT, Dominic Dijakovic. Adam Cole, 
baby. Keith Lee, Otis Dozovich, and the Velveteen Dream. Those are some big-time names for a first-ever Worlds Collide tournament. It's Mustamark on the internet gimmicks and Long Allen Ice-T. I'm Long Allen Ice-T saying, I got to get the hell out of here and watch some pro graps. Or if you knew who you would be facing, would you just jump over the top rope for an easy first-round match? Well, I'll say and save yourself the wear and tear of that battle royal. You know, most of these guys are, you know, uh, uh, you know, some of the NXT people like Otis Dozovich and Keith Lee. You got some heavy hitters right there. The Velveteen a lot of beef. Dream. There's a we lot all, of beef in there. We all know what the Velveteen Dream's capable of. Is this Dominic? 